the knowledge that I have gained in my short career so far in seed sales, I would attribute a lot of that success to the agronomists that have educated me along the way. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Cultivated, a podcast delivered by Co-Alliance Cooperative, where we dig into deeper conversations with our employees, members, and industry partners. My name is Lindsay Sankey, and I am so excited to be the host. I really believe this is a wonderful way to discover the stories and the people that make agriculture in the Midwest so rich. Let's get started. We are about to wrap up another growing season. Uh, On my drive out to Indianapolis today, it showed very little activity in the field, but I have no doubt that is going to change really quickly here in Indiana, Ohio, and Michigan. And so it's in perfect time that we sit down today with George Madison. George is a yield pro specialist from our Reagan location. He is such an asset to our agronomy business, and I'm excited to get a few minutes of his time today as things begin to ramp up. Thanks for joining us, George. Yes, thanks for having me. So let's start uh, by learning more about you beyond your current title in agronomy sales. Tell me about your path to this agronomy sales position within Co-Alliance. So that that is a little bit of an interesting story. I um, went to Purdue University. It uh, would have been 2011, and I was dead set I was going to be a herdsman. I'd worked on a cattle farm all throughout high school. Um, I was there to major in animal science, and that's what I was going to do. I was going to be a herdsman for a cattle operation, and my advisor at the time, um, Leanne Williams, gave me the recommendation. She said, hey, I think you should at least look into an ag business class. Take one, see what you think. And I was in, I think, week four or five in that class, and I remember going to Leanne and telling her, hey, yeah, you're right. I, I want to be in ag business. So then, what was it, four or five weeks into my freshman first semester, I switched to ag business and have never looked back. It has been interesting going from you know, an animal science focus to then going to the ag business side, but um, had the opportunity to take some sales classes, fell in love with sales. Uh, my dad owned a um, equipment company, uh, sole proprietorship, so that was pretty cool to have that kind of business knowledge, um, that own your own business type thing on the backside, um, to be able to form an opinion about what sales was gonna be like, what business was gonna be like. So interned with John Deere and John Deere dealers all throughout my time at Purdue University. Um, When I left, I actually took a job in the equipment industry working for a Case IH dealership. Um, Didn't take a single agronomy class while I was at Purdue. Really? Not a single one. I was all in on the business side, on the equipment side, and didn't take a single one, ironically. So um, when I had an opportunity to join um, Agrigold as a DSM, um, that was pretty scary. I was all in on the equipment side of things, didn't ever think seed was in my future, Um, decided to take a leap of faith. My wife and I got married in 2017, and within two days of getting back from our honeymoon, I started as a DSM for Agrigold. So that was a... uh, Definitely a, a learning experience jumping from the world of equipment to seed and when this opportunity came up at Co-Alliance I've got the opportunity to represent some of the best brands in the industry and that is really exciting to be able to go to my growers and say I have without a shadow of doubt access to the best products available to us today. So I want to back up your first semester of your freshman year is when you changed your major. Yeah. Do you recall what it was um, for anyone that's listening that might be in college or headed to college or 
experienced some discomfort. Do you remember what it was that that clicked within you that said, I think I do want to go into ag business instead of animal science, which was what your passion was up until then? Well, I enjoyed the animal side and still do. We still run a dozen mama cows, um, have some goats, some of that kind of stuff. So I still get to scratch that itch. But for me, I don't remember the class I was in. I want to, I want to say it was one of the, the introductory classes, obviously, there at Purdue on the ag business side. And I remember sitting in there and we were talking about, you know, supply, demand, how sales can impact projections and how inputs affect this. And I just remember diving into the numbers and thinking, this is fun. I enjoy this. And while I like the animal science side and I still get to scratch that itch at home with the livestock, it was, I I found my passion. What kind of fear or concern, George, did you have going from no agronomy background? Okay. So I've seen the the videos that you do. I cannot believe you (laughs) didn't study agronomy in school. That's remarkable. Um, going from no agronomy background to a, a career with agrigold. Mm-hmm. I mean, h- how did you know, or your wife know, how did you know to make that change and say, Hey, I'm qualified. Cause you weren't, no, you no. know, like, oh, yeah, far from it. My, um, honestly, it was, it was a big leap of faith. So the way I looked at it, um, that would have been, uh, summer of 2017. And I remember telling my soon to be wife at the time, if I'm ever going to make a career jump, a big change, that was the time to do it. We didn't have a mortgage. We didn't have little ones at home depending on us. If I was going to take a leap and try something different, that that was my chance to do it. Um, not as much repercussions maybe if it didn't work out, but I, I will tell you the biggest asset that I've had, whether it's at um, Agrigold or here at Co-Alliance today has been the agronomy team. I had two phenomenal agronomists that I worked with at Agrigold. Here I've got Jason Roth, who's our co-alliance agronomist. I work with Jason Harmon quite a bit on the DeKalb Asgro side. And I have the knowledge that I have gained in my short career so far in seed sales, I would attribute a lot of that success to the agronomists that have educated me along the way. Do you, f- I, I know Jason Roth, he was a guest on this Cultivated yep. podcast. He's incredible. Do you fall back on other agronomists you've worked with um, in, in life's previous um, when you you have a question? Are you all in on Roth? Like, how what resources have you used in your your career? You're not extremely old in your career, no, by the way. No, ma'am. Um, where where do you pull those resources from? So I talked to Jason Roth quite a bit. Um, I'll call him with very basic questions just to reaffirm myself. But also, um, one of our agronomists for our manufacturer reps, uh, Jason Harmon, is based right there in West Lafayette. He's very close to our branch. So if I have any questions or need somebody in the drop of a hat to come look at a field with me, um, or I have a weird situation that I'm having a hard time explaining myself, he's been a great asset to come along and help me diagnose the situation. So agronomy is a very seasonal business. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Um, and you mentioned, you've mentioned a spouse, you've mentioned little ones. You didn't have them yet. Who's, um, George Madison outside of work, George Madison outside of work. I have a wonderful, beautiful wife. Uh, Danielle has been a blessing to say the least in my life. Um, we have two little ones at home. Holy mackerel. (laughs) We have, uh, two little ones at home. Uh, Lorelai just turned two. Dawson just turned one. You're passionate about your career, but how do you balance Lorelai, Dawson, and Danielle with what you do at Co-Alliance? It's hard. There's a lot of days in the spring or in the fall, even through the summer, that I would love to be at home with them. But this job is is very demanding, and I have a 
<clears throat> I have a wonderful spouse who supports me and uh, keeps everything running at home so that, <clears throat> so that I can follow my passion. Do you have any transformational experiences, um, George, that you think make you a better father, a spouse, or an employee? Was there any uh, an aha moment for George Madison? Um, I would, I would say there is. Um, I lost. Man, you're asking hard questions. <laughs> that's the beauty um, of this conversation. Yeah. Is I wouldn't, I wouldn't tell you what I was going to ask you before oh, because rough. I want to visit with you, and I, I've never sat down with you in my life. <sighs> yep. So this is nice getting to know you. Yep. Along I, with all of our other listeners. <laughs> yeah, in a hurry. <laughs> um, I lost my father um, here a few, here a few years back. Um, sudden, whew, man, sudden brain aneurysm, and it is, it is really important to me to find that uh, work-life balance which is so hard to find in this industry because I feel like I didn't have the uh, <clears throat> I didn't have the full time I thought I deserved with my dad so I take every opportunity to um, I take every opportunity that I can to make memories with my little ones because I could be driving home today and the good Lord may call my number. So if there's a chance to uh, take Lorelai to a goat show, she loves showing goats. She's <laughs> two and a half years old and loves showing goats already. So if I have a chance to take her to a cattle show, to a goat show, um, something like that, and that means finagling my schedule a little bit, coordinating with my growers to make sure that they're covered, that they know I'm going to be indisposed for you know a brief amount of time, I'll jump through those hoops to make sure I get to make those memories. So that's what I was going to ask you. Um, for someone that might struggle with work-life balance, what are the things that you do to find balance to ensure that all the important areas of your life are getting the time and tension that they need? How um, do you compartmentalize that? I, the big thing is having a great team behind you. The team that... We have at Reagan Agronomy, um, whether that is just our local team, whether that's you know, my regional manager, Sam, Seed Hub, Fertilizer Hub, um, we all have to be able to work together so that we can take time off, whether it's you know one of our other team members that their kid has a t-ball game tonight, or maybe it's um, I want to go to a goat show or whatever with my family. We have to have that balance and we have to have that, um, that sync between all of us so that we can help each other make that balance. How do you coach that culture at an ag center? Great question. That's, that is not something for me. Mm -hmm. um, that, that's hard to do. Mm -hmm. I will say the manager at my location, um, Bradley Baker, does a phenomenal job of helping all of us find that work-life balance. And that is, it's hard to do. And you don't always get it right. There are plenty of times we've had to work Saturdays, late nights, whatever, when we would have rather been something else or been somewhere else. But you have to find a way to make it all work. So you have been a, um, a bit of a pioneer in marketing, um, though you're an agronomy sales guy. Um, but you've worked closely with our marketing team to find new ways to communicate to your growers. Tell me about that. Tell me about why you're doing that, how you're doing that, if you saw a need. Talk me through you being a pioneer in that. So I'm always looking for a different way to be able to uh, communicate with my growers. 
not everybody has time. If I go out and find something in the field, it's gonna be hard for me to get around to 20, 30, 40 growers and share that information, let alone them take the time out of their day when I call in, hey, I'm in the area, or hey, can I have an appointment Tuesday? We've all got things going on, we're all busy. So I try and find a different way to be able to get that information to my growers. And that is where um, my Reagan Agronomy Field Notes video series kind of started. Um, Lauren helped me a bunch get that off the ground because I am very much an iPhone and a tripod, nothing fancy. Um, she's able to put it together for me in a much better, easier to view form for my customers, but I can give them a snapshot. If I record that in the morning when I see an issue in the field or I'm starting to see a disease pop up, maybe I'm seeing a pest, a um, nu nutrient deficiency that's starting to show its face in the area. If I can get that record in the morning, in most cases by that afternoon, it, I am able to send that out to my growers and give them a snapshot of what I saw that day and then pair it with hey if you have any more questions if there's something that i didn't cover in this video that you want to know reach out to me and we'll figure it out in person what kind of response have you gotten from growers communicating with them that way i've got a great response i have a lot of people that say hey i saw your video and they'll call me within a few minutes i saw your video here's here's what you saw it was that in my area do you think that's something i need to be awesome. looking for um it's a great way for them to get information quickly, easily. They can watch it on their phone. Normally two to five minutes, doesn't take them long to view it. But then if they want more information, they can reach out to me and we can go to the farm of the solution. And when did you start, start this series? Uh, so that would have been right after I started. So that would have been uh, 2020, January of 2020 is when we started it. Um, we were just getting ready to come into the growing season and we were looking, I was looking for a way to be able to to communicate with my growers because I knew I had just started and needed a way to get around to all you know all my current guys that um, I was dealing with prior to Code Alliance, but also this, this new customer base that I wanted to be able to get information in front of, and and some of them, a lot of cases hadn't had a chance to meet me yet. And what a a good year to start something like that because it wasn't the most ideal year to go and invite everyone to the ag center to get to know them, right? Twenty twenty. In a field alone is probably where you wanted to be, you oh, know, yeah. to commute or, or needed to be per protocol, I guess, um, to communicate that way. So I commend you on creating that. That's, that's awesome. And I know I've seen a lot of them and so informational and the timeliness of them. I mean, it's literally in the field, what you're seeing. So well, it, it that's couldn't the thing. be better. I can give guys information that day of what I'm seeing, not stop in a week or two later and Hey, this is what I saw at tar spot, especially. We've had a lot of cases where we have seen tar spot and if I can record that on a video and get it to my growers and they can start, Hey, I need to start increasing my scouting trips, or maybe I need to go take another look at some of my fields and we can get a fungicide pass on more timely that will add bushels. So, um, for those not, maybe not familiar with the state, where's Reagan? Reagan is just South of Frankfurt. Okay. So give me a state of the acre where you are. Um, harvest rolling what what's it what kind of harvest are we going to have talk put your agronomic hat on now and talk to me about that harvest is just starting to begin in our area there's been very little corn um, and very little soybeans harvested so far it's been a lot of the early planted early maturity stuff so on the soybean side you're like 1.9s to your 2.1 maturities have come off already um, in a lot of cases yields look to be good um, better than I think a lot of people expected with the year that we had as dry as it was. Um, we really got to showcase, I feel like, 
the low end torque, maybe is the word I want to use, the workhorse ability of the products that we sell in the lineup we have, because we essentially grew a crop off a fraction of the water that we normally would. Mm -hmm. That is a way, I look at it as a way to showcase, this is why I sell the products I sell. Because whether it's a good year, a bad year, maybe somewhere in between, we are still gonna pull off a respectable yield with these products. So George, we talked earlier and your path um, to the position you're in is different. You know, it's not. Oh, yeah. The career fairs are right around the corner. There's yep. going to be kids wearing that Purdue or Ohio State or Wooster or State. Huntington hat um, heading to career fairs really soon. Talk to us. What advice, or talk to them. What advice do you have for college students that might be make, making a decision on where they're going to end up or maybe even obtaining an internship. What advice would you give George in college if you could go back? Um, I would say the big thing is get outside your comfort zone. Get multiple experiences. So as I mentioned earlier, when I interned at Purdue, I interned on the equipment side all three years for internship. And while I would not trade that experience for anything, I think it would have done me a lot of good to discover the agronomy side sooner. Mm -hmm. Um, I, my intern from this past year, he's getting ready to go to the career fair. I spoke with him the other day and I made the comment. I told him like, okay, I would love to have you back at Co-Alliance. You're a great intern, but it's time to go get an experience in our grain division, or it's time to go, you know, talk to an equipment manufacturer. You need that experience from a different company to truly know what you want to do. That's why I say all the time is I, um, wish I would have taken a, co-op internship, a field tech internship in my own backyard. One of the summers I was home from school because I would be, I feel like I would be a much better communicator if I had that agronomic background that those internships serve. And agriculture communications was my major, my degree. And um, I think a summer in the field would have helped me astronomically. Oh, I'd agree. Um, the interns that I've had both here and in prior positions, have been great interns, very thankful for that. But I've told every one of them, I would love to have you back, but I need you to go do something else. Do me a favor and go do some other industry or maybe a different um, industry within Co-Alliance. Try something else, because you may love agronomy today, but you may discover that you really love some other industry mm -hmm. once you get a taste of it. So that, that is probably my biggest piece of advice for a college student today. That is, that's wonderful advice and very unselfish on your behalf. Any closing thoughts? I have really enjoyed listening to the podcast so far. Um, I think that Co-Alliance um, has featured some awesome people along the way. Um, great people that I didn't know their story. I didn't know anything about them or to that extent prior to listening to the, the podcast. So I, I really enjoyed everything I've heard so far. Well, if you've listened to the podcast, you know that we end every interview with fast questions. And you know the drill. I ask them quickly, and you have to say the first thing that comes to your mind. Oh, Lord. Which is dangerous. Are you ready? Uh, as raised as I'm going to be. George, you just won an all-expense-paid 10-day trip to anywhere you choose. Where are you going? I'm going to Louisville, Kentucky, to the North American International Livestock Expo. Oh, my word. <laughs> it would be great, <laughs> and I know how much it costs to go there. It's insane. <laughs> That I would love nothing point. more than be able to take my family down there and not have to pay the bill when it's all said and done. <laughs> That's perfect. Who is one person, dead or alive, that you'd like to share a meal, a meal with? 
Um, if I had the chance to have dinner with anybody again, I would uh, definitely take the opportunity to have dinner with my dad again. What's a useless talent you have? Oh man, that one's pretty easy. I, for some unknown reason, couldn't tell you, I find myself whistling. If I get bored, if I am <laughs> reading in my office, if I am doing research, putting quotes together, you name it, I find myself just randomly whistling. My wife likes to remind me of that at times, and most of the time I don't even remember that I don't even know I'm doing it. I'll just all of a sudden I'll start whistling. Okay, so. let's hear it. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh, Yeah, when I get bored, you'll hear it, and it can be obnoxious. I've got all kinds of little tunes I evidently will uh, whistle to, so it catches a lot of people off guard. I'm sure the kids love it. Oh, they do. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. You have a Saturday with no plans. How do you spend it? Uh, we'll be in the barn, the whole family. It'll be me, Danielle Lorelai Dawson. We'll be working calves. We'll be out there working with the goats. There is always a project to be done at the barn. If you had a warning label, what would it say? Oh, Lord. My uh, warning label would be, I probably don't know the answer to that, but I'll find out. <laughs> uh, in the world of agronomy, I am finding there is just so many things that are changing every day. Tar spot, um, crown rot, there are all these things impacting us every year, and there's always a curveball. So I am one, I will, I will give my opinion what I think is happening, but I am not afraid to phone a friend. Awesome. George, it has been a pleasure visiting with you today. As I mentioned earlier, and you know this, um, we have never talked. We've never visited nope, with no, one this another. Is the first so time. This um, was an awesome conversation. I really enjoyed getting to know you. I love your passion for Co-Alliance Agronomy. I more so love your passion for your family. I commend you for that. Appreciate it. Thank you for joining Cultivated, a podcast delivered by Co-Alliance.